Welcome to the Upside Podcast, powered by Upside Global and hosted by Julian Blinn, founder and CEO of Upside Global. The Upside Podcast is listened to weekly by over 6,000 sports and tech executives from all sports leagues and teams in the United States and around the world. Julian has been developing technologies for professional sports teams for over 10 years and has worked for major tech companies along with sports tech startups. In each episode, Julian interviews global leaders in sports to share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn. So today, as part of our podcast series, we had the honor to interview Laura Mattes, the head of sports and research at Biosense Medical, a German small innovation and female health company producing and distributing Ovula Ring. So, Laura, it's great to have you on the show. Hi, Julian. Great to be here. Great. So, uh, Laura, what I want to talk to you about today, uh, first, we'll talk about your background, and then we'll talk about your company. And then I'd love to hear your thoughts about your product and how it's relevant for the teams and how it compares to other similar products. So how does it sound? Great. I'm so happy to be here. Great. So, uh, well, again, w- welcome here on the show. So first, could you tell us about your background and that how, uh, what your company does? Yes, sure. So my background is biology and interdisciplinary research. Um, I'm also Germany-based, also as a company, VivoSense Medical in Leipzig. And so the VivoSense Medical produces ovular ring. Ovular ring yeah. is the biosensor that continuously measures the core body temperature. Mm-hmm. So it's core body, it's not skin temperature. And mm-hmm. the data are evaluated in real time with pattern analysis. So ovular ring was initially invented to detect the fertile days yes. during the during menstrual the cycle to help women to become pregnant. Yeah. So it is 10 years on the market by now and is covered by several health insurances, so the costs. Um, I started at VivoSense Medical as data scientist to help with algorithms, um, to evaluate menstrual cycle data, to conduct internal internal research, or to coordinate external research projects done with Ovular Ring. And in 2021 then, um, menstrual cycle, at least in Germany, um, it became such a thing in the media that um, menstrual cycle plays a role in sports and female athletes. And yeah, well, then was the point that I thought, hey, we can do that. And we have a device that is unique worldwide in real-time tracking with on actual data, not on calendar method or these things, that I thought we, we, we have to do something in it and have to um, enable athletes and clubs and trainers to profit on, from this enormously new knowledge about how those biomarkers of the female reproductive system um, can help the training to to, to become better. Yeah, that that makes sense. So that's about your, I guess, your background in your company, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, you you touch on how you guys thought, you know what, we could use this for sports. So uh, could you elaborate a bit more about how it's relevant for sports today and, you know, female athletes? Yes, sure. I mean, I don't know how many people who listen to that know already something about the topic, but I start a little bit more basic. So what was found in in studies is that um, there are much higher injury rates 
in women on particular days on the cycle. And these are like when you say, okay, a normal cycle might be 25 to 35 days. Mm -hmm. Athletes often also longer, but they are just five to six days, which are particularly injury prone. And we talk of five times higher rates of ACL tears on those five to six days. And wh why is that? Why is that? Because the, the body is a bit more, a bit weaker or you don't feel as well, obviously. And is that... So so one explanation is that on these five to six days, which are around ovulation, yeah. more, more days before and some after, which is quite similar to the fertile window, um, during that time, the ligament laxity increases and body stability is lower. Also, what we know is that um, the willingness to take risks is increased in women during their fertile days. So it is probably a combination of higher like laxity in the body and also the, the, um, the higher um, willingness to take risks. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Great. Um, so that's how it's relevant for sports, essentially. And not, not only, but it's one of the main points. So it is not only ACL tears, it's rather like mainly injuries of the lower extremities. So um, also muscle or tendon problems. Mm -hmm. um, but there's other things that are quite important. Um, so we know that um, when there's an energy deficit in women, then at some point there's not enough energy to, um, to, to produce an ovulation. So what happens is that no ovulation happens anymore. And this is a sign, an early sign for an energy deficit. Why is that relevant? I mean, on the one hand, we know that overtraining and too low energy intake causes problems on, on, on the end. Um, but we know like some, some um, syndromes, which is, for example, RED-S, Relative Energy Deficit Syndrome, which probably a lot of the listeners will, will know, and also FAT, which is Female Athlete Triad, which is caused by an energy, a long energy deficit, which then causes menstrual cycle abnormalities and then also causes osteoporosis. And studies show that more than 50% of female ball players are at risk for that um, syndrome. And you have about a year of recovery time when you reach that state where, um, where, you, where you can see these things without an accurate cycle tracking. Because the problem is women often realize much too late when they don't have a cycle anymore that something bad is going on. So, but very early before the menstrual cycle lengths get longer and menstruation at some point stops, at a very, very early pre-stage, the ovulation is not taking place anymore. And we have seen that in like studies, small scale studies with water bowl players, that when you have like two cycles without an ovulation, one cycle in which you increase energy intake and lower the training is enough to get the ovulation back. We have seen that in few athletes um, over the Christmas break, who were not ovulating anymore and then came back. 
So what we know is that if you intervene on this very, very early stage, you have no damage done and mm -hmm. you, you can adjust that very early and you don't reach that stage where it takes a year or maybe the athlete does never come back to its um, prior performance level. Yeah, but if you don't intervene early, like you said, the recovery time, it's about a year, which is a lot. I mean, that's, you know, if you're an athlete and you got to compete, I mean, it's, I guess, um, you have to stop, you know, I guess, games and training completely or do some athletes maybe as they're recovering, they're, they're playing as well. I mean, can you give me some context on what typically happens? Well, I mean, it depends on the stage, right? So, yeah. like, what we know from from um, from athletes in single sports, especially young women who who have to be very thin and so on, so they reach um, stages of osteoporosis where their bones break. Yeah. Not so. So, if you reach that stage, then of course you you have a different situation than if you just see at some point the performance is decreasing so much because you're in such an energy lack and overtraining. Um, yeah. Of course, you can do then something, but it's it's just if you reach that stage where the you, you have to imagine that the hormonal system of um, the the female body is is has to be in balance to be on a high performance level. So if you crash that completely, it just takes time to get the athlete also on the mental well-being um, level back on track to be able to perform well. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that's that's how big it's relevant for sports, right? And, okay, and then, yeah. Well, sorry, one more, one more, which yep. is also very important. And we, like, there's just such a new, new, really brand new German study, not yet published, but I'm in contact with those researchers, and it's it's really crazy. So you also maybe know that. Um, the hormonal uh, hormones change um, during the cycle, so they are more anabol phases or catabol phases. So, it makes complete sense for women to adjust their training, the type of training, to the phase in which they are in. And so, there's a new study showing that if one group trains state of the art with the cycle and the other completely against, like after two months. There are like inflammation markers increased in the um, in the group training against cortisol increase, hormonal disbalance, losing menstruation, mental well-being decreasing. It's really it's it's amazing findings. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's uh, and I, and I feel like there's almost you know maybe a lack of awareness first of all about maybe about your product and. Um, because you know, female athletes are very different from men athletes, right? Yes. So, you know, if we, if we can help to raise awareness, I think it's great. Because many of the teams that we work with, uh, they tend to be on the men's side. So I'm glad that we're talking about this because the same teams that say, you know, let's I know Paris Saint Germain or Chelsea or Arsenal, they have female teams as well. So. Yes, know, I, I mean, to my knowledge, Chelsea Chelsea includes the menstrual cycle already. Okay, that's great to know. Um, so you know, obviously, you put you, you build a product called the uh, Ovula Ring. Um, so, in your opinion, what what are the reason Ovula Ring can help with all that? How does it work? So, Ovula Ring um, continuously measures core body temperature, 
um, the ovulation induces a temperature raise. This is something that you can see with your eye when you look on that curve. Yeah. But the injury-prone phase starts before ovulation, a few days before. So this is something that you can't see with your eye. And also the start of the phase, you, you can't track it with LH tests and of course not with a calendar method or anything like that. And also not if with temperature method with one data point a day. What ovularing has is a pattern analysis, which is working for years for women who want to become pregnant, exactly finding out those days before ovulation. And so what ovularing has is that it on the one side has this app for the athletes themselves, but we also now developed a trainer account. So women can um, allow trainers to see their data. So trainers have a, a, a dashboard with their yeah. athletes that they can group by the cycle phase that they are in right now. So they can adjust the training to, let's say, two groups. You don't make a training plan for every woman. You make two groups, one in the honorable phase, one in the cuttable phase. And you additionally have an analysis of the cycle health of the woman. So it gives you on a very, very, in a very easy way, an overview if this woman is at risk to be in a high energy deficit and it's, 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 it's a scale. So it's not yes or no, it's a scale and you can see is there an improvement or not. You get mm -hmm. suggestions on which, which training plan you should, um, uh, should should adjust your your your, your next uh, training plan too, so it also gives this platform for trainers to communicate with with the athletes, which is right now like if you if what trainers often say or clubs is yeah, but how shall we implement that? We don't have the know how, we don't know how to talk about it, and this makes it so easy because you don't have to ask an athlete. Okay, did you get your period yet? And um, you you have a da data on the table you can talk about it it's not awkward or anything yeah that makes i think it's well thought you know you thought about the uh, the flow and the use cases and how to best communicate that to the coach right so they yes. have visibility uh so that's these are the reason you know why i guess over overlaring can help right with all this yeah and i mean it's it's the only device worldwide which can detect this start of the injury prone phase like mm -hmm. you, the only other way you can do it is with urine or salvia samples mm -hmm. um which of course are more expensive and you don't get it in real time of course yeah and, and so um you, you touched I, I guess a bit on like how the ovular ring is unique and but how does it compare i guess a bit more uh, against some other psycho trackers out there yeah so I think especially for sports there's one reason which is um it's it's so obvious because ovularing um is is not hindering you doing sports you can wear it while training um yeah. which is is different to other products i i don't name them now um we have continuous data and there are some other trackers which have like continuous data for some hours of the day or so but they mm -hmm. also just use one data point, which is the lowest during the night to detect ovulation retrospectively. So to my knowledge, there is no other product doing pattern analysis on those continuous data. So this is really for, for years now um, unique on the market with ovularing. 
Yeah. Um, and so for anybody with a team or, you know, a member of a team wants to uh, reach out to you, what's the best way for them to, uh, uh, you know, to reach out to you by email or? Um, yeah, I, I think email is the best way. Like, I mean, you have very international listeners, right? So one way is to go on our website, ovularing.com. Um, there you find find connection ways. Um, you can just write to info at ovularing.com and just say that you came from the podcast or that you are interested in sports or anything. And this will reach me on a very short way. Okay, great. Now, uh, another thing another thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, for any teams who are interested in getting the product, uh, what's, can you talk about the business model and what's the price of the solution today? Yeah, sure. I mean, depending also on, on, the, on the amount of, of, uh, of products that, that are taken, if it's just for one or if it's for 10, it's, it's different. Um, the price is about 50 euros per month per athlete, um, which already includes trainer account and like support uh, to, to, to check on cycles or something from our side. Um, yeah, yeah. So you are about like 600 euros uh, per year per athlete. Mm -hmm. And of course, like if it's like, if you buy it for a whole team or uh, if maybe, I don't know, we make a marketing agreement or whatever, like discounts yeah. on bigger scales are definitely possible. It's depending on, on the individual solutions. Like what also might be important at that point is that um, we, we ourselves, uh, we bring the technology and we are cooperating with experts on the know-how level, how to implement those things like really into existing structures in clubs. So this is often a question which comes, but okay, how then to, to, to change things, um, how, to, how to adapt it? So we, we have experts at hand for that, Zaba Shakalio, for example, um, or Fanatic, and they offer workshops or courses for the athletes and for the trainers and help to adjust training plans. Okay, that's great. So um, in, in regards to that, you guys are a German-based company or a European company, right? So uh, what about the American market? Could you tell us about that? And maybe are you allowed to give us a sense of maybe some of the teams that you are collaborating with in Europe? Maybe you don't have to give us a name, but just give us an idea of the types of teams that you guys are working with, maybe in certain sports or things like that. Um, yes, sure. So one thing is, um, now I have to think what this word in English is, um, when you're sitting in a boat and... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how the sports uh, sailing? is called in English. No, not sailing. sailing. No, no, not sailing. With five persons in a boat. Oh, rowing, rowing. Yes, rowing. Thank you. So um, the there is a group um, in in Germany who like the the Olympic uh, group that used overlaring also in a bigger study um, with the German athlete. Uh, um, club let's say and yeah. we also like we have a group of water ball players who use it there are some swiss and austrian single athletes that use it or some tennis players really um, we're there yeah because like in single sports is also very interesting there yeah. is a, also a german soccer soccer club 
that is did it for 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 some single players and now they are interested in in making it a bigger thing and like i'm in contact with right now i think four first league clubs football in, in germany league. yes yeah. and like because in germany like uh as well wolfsburg and leipzig are already partially working with the menstrual cycle mm -hmm. yeah so they were looking for something uh something else i mean something more something that can help them as part of that yes um, yes right because the tracking is really a problem like to do yeah. it with other methods right but, but if let's say if we have uh, an american team who's listening to the podcast uh you guys would be willing to support and talk to the american team let's say uh you know a u.s uh women soccer team for example right or a women basketball team would you guys be uh, willing to talk to them as well Yes, of course. I mean, at the moment, we focus on the on the EU and UK market. Um, but like, I mean, you know, you have to know we are a really small like company and we, we are focusing on the market here. But so at the moment, we don't have the resource, resources to, to open the American market by ourselves. So if yeah. anybody is interested um, in, in, in collaborating in that, like we are really open for that and like also for, for investors, for, for expansion or so. And if there is an American team, which is, okay, like we do that anyhow, we need a great device for that. And we want to do that for the next two years. Then I think we find ways to do that because we are a medical device um, mm -hmm. in, with, a, with a permission in Germany. It is actually not so such, such a big thing probably to do it in America, but just not our focus at the moment. But of course we are open. Open yeah, open. I've got I've got some thoughts on that. Uh, some a, a couple of thoughts I can talk to you offline or people, whether it's companies or leagues that you might want to talk to, um, in in the US, but also even in Europe. Um, I could maybe help you with that. So we, I'm happy to to talk to you about that as well. So great. So you know, the, I don't have any other questions. But look, this is very interesting. Um, you got I think you guys are very unique. Uh, so uh, it's very very promising and. Like I said, if we can, we can help you guys in any way, we'd be happy to. So thank you very much for, for being on the podcast today. Julian, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To access past episodes and other research, articles, and analysis of sports technology, please visit our website, theupside.us. Subscribe to the Upside newsletter and receive full access to our sports tech business letter and website. Royalty-free music is provided by ibaudio.com. The Upside podcast provides timely insights and interviews with global leaders in sports technology. Until next time, keep looking to the Upside.